Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast with Ryan Cote, where we feature casual conversations with entrepreneurs about personal development and growth. Hey, Elon. Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. How are you? Hey, Ryan. How are you? I'm doing great. Doing really great. I'm excited to speak with you. We're going to spend about 15 minutes talking about personal development, your morning routine, and uh, we'll see, see where the conversation also goes. Why don't you start off by just introducing yourself? Uh, maybe give us a, a few of your hobbies, what, what you enjoy doing in your spare time. This is a good question. What I do in my spare time? I'd like to say that recently I've been starting to... I have like some kind of a morning routine I will share with you because this is what I do with my spare time. I like, I like to optimize and I like to grow and like to optimize my routine. So this is my spare time, basically like self-optimization. So if it's like diet, if it's like body, if it's like the way I'm thinking... So this is like my passion in the, is in that nail every direction. And uh, this is what I like to do in my spare time. <laughs> also time optimizing myself. Well, I definitely want to dig deeper into that. Maybe let's talk about your morning routine, but I want to come back to what you said about optimizing yourself. Maybe we can talk about some of the things you found to be effective with optimizing your mind, your body, um, anything else that comes to your mind. But let's start off with your morning routine. How, how do you start your day off? Okay, it's a great question about morning routine because it already will show like different things that I do because they're already implemented in my morning routine. So let's say my morning routine, I start like I, I wake up, brush my teeth and all the normal stuff. I make a breakfast for my children. I guess I, I start to prepare like some kind of, I, I prepare coffee for the rest of the day. So I like take a bottle of coffee to my office. I leave the house. I drive. So now I have like 30 minutes of drive. And uh, then I have my PA. and we which uh, we we discussing about my calendar, my appointments, but I'm going to have the appointments in the rest of the day, what I had yesterday. I look at the task, I'm adding tasks, I'm prioritizing. So this is like 30 minutes I'm prioritizing like my different tasks. But it's, this is in every area of my life, not uh, only business. Then my, my office is in the fifth floor and I start to walk up actually quite slowly. I take the stairs and... You can say now something special, which is unfamiliar. I start like a, so I have like in my, I have like a mind palace and the mind palace, I have like a, all my projects and the sub projects. So let's say a hundred items and I'm able like to recall different items that form the mind palace while I'm walking. I just like recall project, 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 project quite fast already. I think this is kind of a special thing that I do. Then I continue with, uh, I guess I eat uh, like a breakfast, which I'm constantly optimizing as well, which is like nuts and berries and some supplements. Then I have like a meditation that I do. And, and again, it's like a mind palace I created. And it can be, sometimes I'm just like, it can be like a gratitude item that I listed. And I have like a, a big list of uh, just gratitude and I just go over one by one. It's actually also quite quick. Take me, take me like 10 minutes. Sometimes I just like gaze out of the window and I look at my emotion, my feelings, and I look like how my body is. And then I start, I start my daily training. Now I have a training that I do with the Zoom, a trainer, and we do with Richard. And uh, uh, we actually, it's like stretching and like Feldenkrais. I'm also a Feldenkrais practitioner. I don't know. We, I, I look at the different relation, how my position and my posture, and I do like different core exercises, but with a lot of awareness and a lot of 
and noticing like what's the difference between today and yesterday and we verbalize everything. So this is like one hour work. And then I guess I start my day um, by looking, you know, email, different channels. And uh, I don't know, I get uh, I get the, the list for my assistant with all my tasks and the priorities and I start working on them. And that's like, that's until the noon, then I make lunch. But this is like, that's my routine. So have you always been into optimizing yourself? If, if we were speaking when you were, say, in high school, like 15, 16 years old, were you into optimizing too? Or did that come later? I like your question. It's a good question. No, it came later. I think the way we I shifted my focus is different. So it was when I grew up, my focus was about uh, the external world very much, like science and what's happening in the world and what's happening, you know, animals and zoology and evolution and whatever science or whatever I can, or people, whatever I can. It was all the time looking outside. In a certain age, it's like I suddenly shifted to inside and started to work on the inside of me. So this only happened in age 25, I guess. Was there an event that caused that to, to happen for you to start working on yourself and optimizing? Or was it a slow, gradual um, process? It's, I think it's a long time of like a kind of suffering. So it was like already like, I think it's like when I couldn't handle it anymore, you know, it's like so much suffering that you like, you just, you know, stuck in different areas of your life. And you try to figure it out how to get out of it, you know, it's starting with that. So I started in I think age of twenty-five, I I started to write. So I started to write a lot. So I gotta go every day. I done my masters. And after every day in my master, I start to write, 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 like a few hours. Just like whatever happening in my mind. And in certain time I suddenly like so, hey. There's a sentence here doesn't make sense. So it's like, look, like I started to to observe some patterns that in my sentences, in my writing, that they may perhaps I believe in things that not have to be true. So not everything that I think about have to be true in the way I refer to myself, even my own feeling. I feel this way. I'm not sure it's right. Do I actually feel this way? So I start to questioning. I start to, uh, the process of questioning everything that uh, I believe in into the deepest places I could find in my soul and in my thinking. I, I I started to read like self-help books and I there was one particular book that I like and I, I went to meet the author and I lived with with them like three months, volunteering in Massachusetts. And um, I've been I've been doing quite started quite hardcore work. Also on my body. Parallel to that I also shifted to my body and looking like um how optimized my movement. And my feelings, I guess. And then that's what, so it started age 25. You said you, you found a book, an author that you liked. And you actually volunteered with him and spent three months with him? Yeah. That's genius. What's the book? Can you share the book with us? Happiness is a Choice by Barry Neil Kaufman. I really enjoyed that book. And I thought, hmm, actually every word that I read there was like uh, smooth. <laughs> there was no resistance. And I used to read a lot. But sometimes you read like people beliefs. And there is some kind of a belief there, you know, it's like, you know, I'm not exactly resonating because it was so smooth and like everything, like the language and it's like, I didn't have any resistance. Then I thought, hmm, very interesting book. I start to like follow and learn and learn his work. They built this place called the Autism Treatment Center of America in Massachusetts. 
And I just went there and volunteers and been with the children and helped them. And meanwhile, I've been talking and like working with the staff on myself. So that was like... You'll have to check out that book. I don't know if I've heard of that. Happiness is a Choice. We'll link it up in the show notes too. And I'll definitely, I'll definitely take a look at it. Um, you mentioned you, you were going deep into your thoughts and, and just like, I guess, reflection really. So I want to ask you a question that I sometimes ask my guests. And uh, it's, it's a deep question, but then take it in any way you want. But the meaning of life, you know, the whole happiness topic and uh, the meaning of life. What's your thoughts on that? I've been looking at that and <laughs> it's like, Why are I we here? a lot about my, what I'm thinking. It's like, it's looked like it was since a certain, I, I think it's constantly, I've been looking for the answer for that. So underneath everything, all the time was, was a, a pursuit to, to look for an answer for this specific question. What is the meaning of all this? What is the meaning? And with every few years, I change like the way I look at it and I change my perspective and I change like the answer in a way. But the what I must say that all the time remain is like this question. This question all the time remain. Now, I think, I think that uh, it's like a fundamental. So this is like the, this question, it's a fundamental question, which we, in order for us to organize the way we move, the way we think, the way we do, we need to find like this anchor. So we all the time looking for this one point of anchor to optimize to, meaning like um, it's a natural uh, uh, place that we always will ask in order to have some kind of anchor. And it can be different. You know, everybody can make his own meaning of life. And I don't think it really matter because uh, um, it's just a concept that we try to give an answer. So it's just the way it is. This is how it works. This is how we operate. We need this like place of security, safety that we optimize toward. Just in order not to be of the voidless, you know, and like floating in the black space. I think that's a way that we just think. In my recent work, I think in the last year, I've been doing with my memory palaces, I've been doing a lot of work on that and actually reconstructing the place that I want to, my mind to go to. Because if you're looking for this place of like, okay, actually what I'm doing now, is it meaningful? Is it what I'm doing now aligned to the place that I want to be? Or if this is a question that a person asks himself, perhaps it's like just construct this place. So I, I constructed like a palaces, I can say like a virtual places in my head with item, with task, and I just build them. And then I go to these places. And these places is the best that I can do. I construct them on pen and paper and like with coaches, but this is the best answer I can give right now. If I use my heart and I use my sense of worth and I use my, you know, fun and safety and contribution to the world, what is like the best I can find and give an answer by constructing the plans that will give answer to that and just going towards this plan. But every moment of time, I have a whole construct of the answer for that. So a few hundred items that compose every area of my life. So the answer for that will be, this is the meaning of life for me right now. And, and you're right. I, I, it does change. If, if I ask you this question in five years, I'm sure your answer, your answer will be a little bit different. And so I think it's okay not, you know, there, there's flexibility in, in that answer, you know? Yeah, and our responsibility, I think our responsibility is construct that, this answer in the best way that we can According to what we know, this is our main task to do. It's like, what is the answer for that? Make a story, be the author of your own life and write the answer for that. And it can change. But right now, have a meaning. Make a meaning. 
Just choose the meaning. Yeah. I, maybe that's what I'm doing here with the morning upgrade brand, you know, trying to create meaning and impact. And you're making me think that might, that might tie into my answer to the meaning of life, you know, contribution and, and what have you with your kids and your family. Do, are they into personal development too? Do, like, do you try to not push them into it, but do you try to encourage them to think about gratitude and all that goes into personal development? The word personal development, I, first of all, let's, I, I compose, I go with the, I really enjoy, and this is also in my book, the Ken Wilber framework, which is AQAL, which means like the life is divided to four quadrants. So we have the internal self, which I think that optimizing itself development, you, it's mean, I think this is what you mean by that. So looking into your internal self, but there are four dimensions. There is also what is happening within us as a culture what we believe in, what me and you believe right now, and how do you optimize towards that? So the the we is also a place that you can optimize, our internal we. And there's another place, which is optimizing the surrounding and the environment and the system. And the you know, you're making the podcast and you're optimizing the technology and you're optimizing the way that you go to work. So the systems that support everything, that's also something that needs to be optimized. Nothing, and there is also... Let's say the optimizing, I call it in my book, it's like the user. So it's like optimizing like the, the third person that you're talking to. So the who is with your work and with your creation, who you're reaching to. So there is a place of this optimization. I will not dive into that too much now, but there are four quadrants. And I explaining to my children like the this four quadrant, we're looking at different things in that. So so I will explain, I will talk to my children about like a, their body and like about their reflexes and about their feelings and about their thought. And I will, look, I will talk about like we as a culture and uh, we as like a community and we as a family. So I will also explain them this world. And I also explain them the science world and I also explain them how things work economically. So I will, I will all the time shift between four dimensions. I will not all the time stay in one. Many times when we do shifts, it's like, and I've done many of these shifts, we, we tend to like go too much into one of them because we, we really think this is the answer. There is a meaning. The meaning is I need to optimize my myself, you know, my self-awareness or myself, my inner self. But it's not only that. This is, the thing is, it's not never only that. There is never one because reality is too complex. So I try to go in all the four and uh, give them a uh, different attention. So this is like, in order to, to achieve things, you know, in order to achieve things. Because some people will tell you, okay, for example, their business. So only important is their business, but some people will tell you, oh, the only important is their self-awareness, you know. And um, there's never an answer. It's never extreme to one direction. It's always a combination. It's always maintaining balance. So yes, I do it, but I will explain my kids in the four different dimensions. I love the uh, ripple effect you're creating. I think about that, like you're talking to them, but you're also potentially talking to the people that they're talking to, their future kids, if they have kids or their friends. And I, I think about that ripple effect if, that can happen with by just investing in your kids and with their own growth. Uh, that just gets me all, gets me excited thinking about it, you know? I've got one more question for you and then we'll wrap up with you telling everyone how they can uh, connect with you. So you do a lot of optimization, body, mind, everything, thoughts. Is there one, I guess, hack for lack of a better word? Is there one optimization hack that comes to mind as like your number one go to? Let's do mind. 
because I think that's that's so important. You know, I've been doing the neurotech in the last uh, two, three years. I've been involved in this work. And I can say that definitely like a place that a person shall approach first is to understand like what is his general state, if he's in sympathetic or parasympathetic, understand what is his nervous system, like what's happening right now with him. Like, is he stressed or not? If he, what's happening and like, know to relax yourself, know like to change the state. So meditating and working into like, just like uh, doing a few movements to relax yourself, doing a few body awareness things to, I guess, like gain consciousness or gain like connection to your body. So getting in and getting out of this place of sympathetic, parasympathetic, I think it's like a, I think it's a key for starting like the endeavor. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So I think it's a good hack. So learn to do that. You can do that. Every person can like immediately relax himself. Great. Thanks, Alon. This was good. A lot of deep answers. Gave us a book to, to uh, read, Choi- Happiness is a Choice. So I'll definitely check that out as well. If someone wants to connect with you, what's the uh, best way for them to do that? First of all, they, I will be happy that they look at my book or buy my book in Amazon, The Entrepreneur's Journey, Eight Step from Inspiration to Global Impact. So this is a one way. And also they can reach me. We have a self-assessment tool, which we, I put in riverbanks.com slash scorecard. And uh, you can assess yourself uh, versus my framework. I think that's the way. And um, you can also contact me at uh, alon at neurotech.com, another way, by email. Perfect. We'll link up the uh, the book in the show notes and, and the uh, the quiz and your email address as well. I appreciate it. Nice speaking with you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. Please subscribe and review. And don't forget to visit us at morningupgrade.com for more content.